This is the Bob Long Sports Podcast. Google me. That's why I don't read the newspaper. You can put it on the board. Good evening and welcome to the pavilion on the campus of Villanova University. It's the Bob Long Sports Stadium Series that rolls on. We had a show earlier this season at the Palestra as Penn took on LaSalle in the first Big Five matchup of the year. And here we are back on the main line now, a place we were just last year for Villanova versus NJIT to broadcast this uh, pregame show as we get into certainly the heart of Big Five play. And even moving forward from that, almost ready for Big East play for the Villanova Wildcats and Ivy League play coming up for Penn as well. Bob Long here and excited to bring you this show and excited to get into a, a lot of, in college basketball right now, especially in the Philadelphia area and in the two respective conferences, the Ivy League and the Big East. We'll get into this game first. Villanova now coming into this game 9-2 overall, 2-0 in the Big Five. They've yet to play a Big East game. They will play on Thursday, 12 o'clock tip, right here in the pavilion against Xavier. That's a top 20 matchup with Xavier ranked number six in the country. And Villanova back at number 16 right now. So as we get into this particular set of starting lineups, starting with the Villanova Wildcats, some questions about Chris Jenkins. Chris Jenkins had a bit of a knee tightness and stiffness issue, forced him to miss some time against Delaware, and we're really unsure whether we'll see him in the starting lineup. The starting five for this Villanova team all year long has been Ochefu, Daniel Ochefu at 6'11", averaging nearly a double-double at 9.3 and 7.5 rebounds a game, just a bit shy in both those categories. Josh Hart, double-double machine, had 18 and 14 Last week against Delaware, he will come into this game likely as a starter at 6'5". Ryan Archidiakono, 6'3". Jalen Brunson, a freshman guard at 6'2", who will be honored for the Team USA Player of the Year at his age level. And that will be, again, before tip-off, there will be a ceremony honoring him, and we'll have that for you here on Bob Long Sports. But he will also be in the starting lineup. Then the question comes, if it's not Chris Jenkins, 6'6", a 6'6 junior coming in, averaging 11 points a game. Who will it be? Coming off the bench, you see guys like Phil Booth if they want to go for more of the three-guard look that this program has done in the past, or to go to Mikael Bridges, a guy who has not seen a lot of time, a redshirt freshman at 6'7", but a very, very good length and gives efficient minutes off the bench usually. Another injury to continue to keep an eye on is Dante DiVincenzo. Unfortunately, he does not have the same timetable day-to-day that, uh, that Chris Jenkins has, but the fact that DiVincenzo is out, hasn't seen a ton of time as a freshman this year, but they like the athleticism, they like the heart and hustle, and at some point will be a key factor for this program moving forward. So those are the four for the Wildcats of Villanova, likely to see a fifth 
I would have to think Phil Booth would come in and give him a three-guard look. But the way this team goes, they go eight or nine deep. That shouldn't really affect things. And as we saw with Josh Hart last year, guy that came off the bench but was the team's leading scorer in some games that it doesn't really matter whether you're in that starting five. They rotate you in and out, and they play the guys that are hot and the ones that are shooting well, rebounding well, and playing Villanova basketball. Now to the Penn side of things. It'll be Antonio Woods, a sophomore guard at 6'1". He's out of Cincinnati, Ohio. Matt Howard is a junior. He's 6'4". He'll also be in the backcourt out of Columbia, South Carolina. Sam Jones, in the first game that we did at the Palestra, when Penn played LaSalle, Sam had a very big day from three-point land. He's from Gilbert, Arizona. He's averaging 12 points a game, and you'll see the balance on this Penn Quaker team in terms of scoring. Mike Auger, he's a sophomore, averaging only 3.2 a game. And then Darian Nelson-Henry, the big man, 6'11", 265. That will be the Bob Long Sports featured matchup of the evening. Darian Nelson-Henry against Daniel Ochefu. Ochefu, a guy that we've talked about it a lot on this show in the past. He does very, very well against inferior size and in some cases inferior talent. But when the screws have been ratcheted up, and he's playing against guys of his size or weight that's not as easily easily pushed around. He has struggled in the past, and you saw it against Oklahoma. Part of that certainly because this Villanova team has to ask their big men to do so much because they have so few of them. They space the floor well. They don't have a ton of size necessarily at many, many times. Rarely will you see Daryl Reynolds and Daniel Ochefu on the floor at the same time, and Certainly Reynolds at 6'8", Ochefu at 6'11". I mean, by far the two tallest members of this team. They usually are not on the floor at the same time. Combine that with some of the foul trouble that Ochefu has had at times. And it's going to be very, very interesting that if Ochefu, for whatever reason, cannot exert his will down low against a very skilled big man in Darian Nelson-Henry, he put up 30 points at the Palestra in that first big five game of the year, then this Villanova team could have some problems against a Penn team that otherwise is struggling. They're five and six on the year. They have not been great recently. They have lost five of their last six with their only win coming a seven-point victory against Ursinus, a Division Three program out of the Centennial Conference. So real, real struggles here, including an overtime loss to Drexel. That was at the new arena at Drexel University, and uh, that's a tough one to swallow, certainly for this Penn team. And, now they come into this game, 28th of December against Villanova, one of the arch rivals here in the Big Five and a team that has dispatched them the last 12 times and have a 44-18 lead in the all-time series. Last meeting between these two teams, Villanova won 62-47. That was at the Palestra, and then the last meeting right here at the Pavilion on Villanova's campus. The Wildcats won that game two years ago, 77-54. Things to keep in mind here with this game, and this Villanova team in many ways lives and dies by the three, and spacing the floor, getting open looks, penetrating and kicking. A lot of times the end result, no matter how you get there, is a three-point look. And in the last two games, they've taken 109 field goals total. 61 of them have been from beyond the three-point line. So you can certainly tell, and especially if this team's shooting well, the reliance on that three and how important it is for them to put some strings of scoring together. Now, after a sluggish start to this season from beyond the three-point arc, uh, Villanova, they have certainly heated up recently. They're 36 of 89 
over their last three games from beyond the arc. That's good for just over 40%. And prior to that, they were under 30. 72 of 252 in the first eight games of the 2015-2016 campaign. Josh Hart, a big leader of that. He had 18 and 14 against Delaware. And when he heats up, that certainly helps this team. The other thing, we talked about the ball movement. This Villanova team, when they do struggle, when they lose games that they shouldn't or when they struggle to score, I think back to the NC State game, the unfortunate game in the NCAA tournament last year. And it certainly hurts if you're a Villanova fan to look back at that game and think about how they lost it. But in order to move forward, understanding where things may have gone wrong and where things went wrong in that game, the ball movement stopped. They started settling for contested threes. It was a lot of one-on-one, -on -one, off-the-dribble type stuff. And credit Darren Hilliard, who was on the team at that time, now an NBA player, for how well he was able to still put up points. But that said, it's not the most efficient way to go about getting looks. And that is where the team struggled. You've seen that recently. A lot of times clamp down defenses. You saw it against Virginia. Not as much against Oklahoma, but Oklahoma just shot the lights out. Villanova clearly did not. So ball movement, getting good three-point looks, and then being able to hit them in the nice, soft, forgiving rims of the home pavilion will be big for this Villanova team, not just in this game, but in the next one against number six in the country, Xavier, which will be a 12 o'clock tip right here at the pavilion. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back on the other side, talk a bit about Penn, but before we get there, a little more about Jalen Brunson, what he's being honored for here before the game. We'll carry that for you, but what he's being honored for and uh, how he's gotten to this point. We'll lead you into the commercial with the Villanova Pep Band as the Wildcats take the floor. Looking for a new set of wheels this holiday season? Ring in the new year with a vehicle from Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs, and sedans. Owned by a LaSalle graduate and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop this holiday season to buy or lease a new car. The dealership has been servicing the Bucks, Montgomery, and surrounding areas in Philadelphia for the last 35 years. Visit them at 7700 Franklin Avenue in the Northeast or at DunphyFord.com. Elmark Signs and Graphics, your choice for custom signs and design, has been servicing the Philadelphia area for over 30 years. From illuminated signs to vehicle wraps, Elmark Signs is your choice for all your custom signs needs. 
month. Elmark delivers high-quality signs with a courteous, helpful, and experienced staff. Visit them at lmarksigns.com or give them a call at 610-692-0525. Again, that's lmarksigns.com. 610-692-0525. Go check out their website for some great examples of signs that Elmark has created and be sure to tell them that Bob Long Sports sent you. Elmarksigns.com, your choice for custom signs and design. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here and I want to tell you about the good folks over at City Year Philadelphia. Every day, the dedicated young adults at City Year make an impact in high-need schools in Philadelphia and in 26 other cities across the country by serving students who need extra help to stay on track to graduate. If you are ages 17 to 24 and are interested in serving as a tutor, role model, or mentor, check out the inspiring stories at hashtag MakeBetterHappen. City Year is currently accepting applicants for the next school year. And we welcome you back to the pavilion here on the campus of Villanova University. It's the Bob Long Sports Radio Show and the BLS Stadium Series. Freshman guard Jalen Brunson, as we mentioned going into the clip there, will be honored in a pregame ceremony. Prior to this game, he was named the 2015 U.S. Basketball Male Athlete of the Year. And certainly this guy in the World Championships did unbelievable things and really put him on the map. Certainly was on the radar of all these schools here and, and had committed to Villanova over the likes of Temple and certainly the story there is well documented. His father Rick Brunson and NBA star Rick Brunson had gone to Temple and there was a thought that Rick Brunson is a member of the Temple coaching staff would be able to coach his son and that eventually that would be what would make the difference and send him that way. Villanova certainly the beneficiaries of a great relationship with Jalen as he grew up and this is where he wanted to be. Here he is now. He is a freshman starter for this team and a wonderful addition to this program. Thoughts about him certainly going after a year or two to the NBA. Uh, I think for anyone that's watched this Villanova team, we're a long ways from that. Not to say that Jalen hasn't done some great things, but there are things that he can certainly improve upon. A bit undersized as a guard, no doubting the toughness, the ability to finish at the rim. But uh, we said the same things about Kyle Lowry after his freshman year. Maybe a, a bit more from the shooting aspect of things. There could be an improvement there. And just generally adjusting to the speed of the game. I think Kyle Lowry was kind of a freak in that particular regard in terms of the way that he adjusted to the speed of the game so quickly. And even as a freshman started to dominate, Jalen maybe a half tick behind that progress that Kyle Lowry has had. And, and that's a story that we're going to have to continue to watch and develop upon over the course of time here at Villanova, whether Jalen Brunson can find his way into that type of role, into a uh, into essentially a leave it early type thing. Bob Long Sports Radio Show. We are here from the Pavilion on the campus of Villanova University. Penn is five and six on the year. Villanova ranked number 17 in the country, actually down to 16 today. They are nine and two. How to watch and listen, because we won't be bringing you anything past the introductions per NCAA rules. 
How to listen to this game, 9.90 a.m. You can listen to the pen feed with Matt Leon on the play-by-play and Vince Curran as the color commentary. On TV, you can watch it on Fox Sports 1 where Justin Kutcher and Donnie Marshall will have the call. And then, of course, here at Villanova on 610 Sports, 610 WTEL ESPN Radio, you will have Ryan Fannin, the voice of the Wildcats of Villanova, and Whitey Rigsby. Long-time voice as well. You can listen there. That's a 7 o'clock tip from the pavilion on the campus of Villanova University. We'll start to go through Villanova's schedule here as they work their way into Big East play. And that will be the remainder after this night here, except for two more games in the Big, or just one more game, I should say, in the Big Five. That will be a game at Temple on February 17th. But let's move forward to Xavier. Uh, Jalen Reynolds, an incredible player for that Xavier team. We saw it as a freshman and sophomore out of him, and now as he matures into an upperclassman, you're just seeing the strides he's making. He's dominating high-quality big men all around, and just the general athleticism, slightly undersized for a traditional four, but really does a great job. That will be a really tough, tough assignment for whether that's Daniel Ochefu whether that'll be Daryl Reynolds off the bench, could you put like a Josh Hart type of guy? Very, very athletic, maybe slightly undersized compared to Reynolds. That'll be the key matchup there. At Creighton will be January 2nd at 10, so a string of games in a row here. You'll have four before the 6th of January. At Creighton, a team that, again, has not quite recovered to the Doug McDermott levels of old, but still always a tough team. Played Oklahoma tough this year, that part of a home-and-home from last year in this. Then will be another home game here. Seton Hall, 7 o'clock p.m. That'll be January 6th at Butler. We're seeing what Butler can do. Top 15 type team this year. Butler has a lot going on and a lot of good things. Roosevelt Jones back for seemingly his eighth year of play in college basketball. But that team, very, very good. Marquette, Henry Ellison, very, very highly touted recruit has come in and done some good things. Double-double type of guy for the Marquette Golden Eagles. And Steve Wojciechowski, who was the longtime Duke assistant, trying to turn that program around, doing a nice job. Certainly this year, after a really bad loss to Iowa, they have looked very, very good. Marquette looks tough. At Georgetown, January 16th, that's a 1 p.m. first tip on CBS. And this Georgetown team is Jekyll and Hyde. Losses to UNC Asheville, Radford, just very, very, very bad losses. But then you take a look on the other side, the way they've played well. They've beaten Wisconsin, who we're seeing maybe isn't, certainly isn't the team that they were last year. But losses by four to Maryland, by two to Duke. They had a three-point shot that rimmed in and out, could have won the game. So this Georgetown team, and again, anytime they play Villanova, you know that's going to be a tough matchup. And uh, no different, certainly, that game that's at the Verizon Center, January 16th in D.C., January 20th, they'll play at Seton Hall, and then their first Wells Fargo game of the year, home to Providence, a January 23rd tip at noon. So as I start to run through, certainly as we get through teams like Butler and Xavier and Marquettes and even Georgetown, uh, this Big East, throw Seton Hall in that mix too, is very, very strong. You're looking at a six-team type, six type of league this year in terms of bids into the NCAA tournament. And out of 10 teams, that's very, very good. Certainly as time has gone on and realignment has coalesced over time, you're seeing that 
the revenue streams just aren't going to be the same because none of these teams are playing football at the Division 1A or FBS level. However, for whatever reason, and maybe this is a long-standing opportunity, a recurring thing, but that this these programs, while getting a, a meager television contract compared to the ACC, the Big East, or the Big Ten, I should say, and certainly the Big 12, they're able to compete very, very well. Jay Wright has had this program at a very, very high level. The only thing is they haven't gotten to the SEC weekend since 2009 in the NCAA tournament. But in terms of consistency through the regular season, no one has been better. Two-time or two consecutive Big East regular season champions, and they won the conference championship last year, the tournament, up at Madison Square Garden. So that's where this Villanova team moves from here, a very, very competitive Big East conference this year, and, and you're going to have to count on guys off the bench like Mikel Bridges, Phil Booth, even Daryl Reynolds. They're going to need to see a lot more out of him as they face some big-time big men in the Big East. Jalen Reynolds is going to give them a lot of problems, and Shravitz even over at Butler, more of a crafty type guy, up and under type of guy, and, and just kind of finds seams in there where it doesn't seem that they're even going to find any. He's a guy that can sliver through defenses and do some good things. Maybe not the most athletic compared to a, a, a Reynolds at Xavier, but there are some good big men in this league that will be tough to contest with. And then the other part of the season for this Villanova team is obviously the Big Five. So at Temple, 7 p.m., with a win here against Penn, they will have the opportunity to win outright the Big Five title, and they've been very, very good in that regard for most of the past decade. We'll now move to Penn as we tick toward about 13 minutes till tip. Crowd's starting to fill in well. Student section, the students are not here. Most of them are on break, and so they were able to uh, allow general admission tickets to be sold to the public. and. This building, the pavilion, very, very tough to get tickets to. Uh, pretty much the season starts out sold out. That's the way it is. 6,500-seat venue. It's a cozy atmosphere, often referred to as the Ski Lodge. And this is a place that Villanova has made a fortress, and they have won handily in a lot of big games. Now, certainly their record here somewhat also reminiscent or, or due to, if you will, the fact that they do play three or four very big games each year in the Wells Fargo Center, so maybe the level of competition that is here isn't quite as high. Now, that'll change with Xavier, certainly, on January 31st, but Villanova has been very, very good in this building, and they look to do so again. Now, as we move on to Penn, we mentioned the struggles that they had. They've lost four or five of the last six, I should say, and even that win was against a Division Three team. So that's Ursinus, and, and the loss to Drexel has to hurt. We'll be here Thursday. Now, while, while these Quakers, they are very young. It's a young team this year. However, four of the guys that play for this team, the sophomores, they played more than 400 minutes last year. Antonio Woods, Darnell Foreman, Sam Jones, and Mike Auger. And then, of course, Darian Nelson-Henry, who entered this season playing 1,688 career minutes, Jamal Lewis with 1,059, and then certainly Matt Howard at 849. These guys got a lot of time last year, and the Jerome Allen era, he was the former coach of Penn as of last year, certainly that didn't end well, but if there is a silver lining for this program, 
One, it's the, the hire of Steve Donahue, I believe, is a very good one. And then two, the team that he comes in with, they've played a lot of minutes very, very young. So a lot of time and opportunity to mold this team, to mold this Penn Quaker attack. And as they grow into upper class status, the thought is that Donahue, who coached at Cornell for 10 years, he was an assistant at Penn for 10 years before that, throw in a stint at Boston College for four years leading into 2014. And, and this guy has experience at a lot of levels. He knows what it takes to win in the Ivy League. And, and Donahue, uh, a guy that I, I believe will turn this program around. You're already seeing it out of Darian Nelson Henry. He's a guy that always was skilled but had not quite mastered the footwork or the touch. And now at, at 6'11", 265, you're seeing him become much more refined in his game and will present a challenge for this Villanova team. And I think a lot of that is credited to Steve Donahue. I mean, the comparisons are, are, are very similar with Danny Lochefu and then Darian Nelson-Henry. The two big guys that came in, they had a lot of promise. They just did not show it early on. Ochefu struggled a lot with footwork. He was very, very timid offensively, and he wasn't all that aggressive to get rebounds either. Learned a lot from Muftal Yaru, and then certainly an undersized big man, but in Javon Pinkston, learned a lot from them. And then the personal assistance of Baker Dunleavy, who's the assistant coach on this team, played for this program a while back, and, and the brother and son of Mike and Mike Dunleavy, respectively. They've done a great job with him. Throw Nelson Henry in that same conversation. I mean, they were waiting for years and years and years for this guy to come up big, and now the first big five game of the 2015-2016 campaign, and he completely owns the inside game of LaSalle, who's really struggling. So he's continued to be good. He's putting up almost a double-double a game, and he's put up 11 and a half rebounds in the last four games alone. So a double-double machine and a guy that this Penn team will need to count on to beat Villanova. We'll take a quick break, but keep the sound right here at the pavilion on the campus of Villanova University as the pep band prepares to play. This thought about the pep band here with the students out. They bring alumni back and other friends of the program. So you'll see maybe not the familiar faces if you're here watching uh, the pep band, but still some tried and true Villanovans at heart and an opportunity in these games over the break to play and get back to their roots if they are indeed alums. So like I said, we'll take a break. The BLS pregame show live from the pavilion on the campus of Villanova University, Villanova versus Penn in just a few minutes. Looking for a new set of wheels this holiday season? Ring in the new year with a vehicle from Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs, and sedans. Owned by a LaSalle graduate and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop this holiday season to buy or lease a new car. The dealership has been servicing the Bucks, Montgomery, and surrounding areas in Philadelphia for the last 35 years. Visit them at 7700 Franklin Avenue in the Northeast or at DunphyFord.com. 
Elmark Signs and Graphics, your choice for custom signs and design, has been servicing the Philadelphia area for over 30 years. From illuminated signs to vehicle wraps, Elmark Signs is your choice for all your custom signs needs. Elmark delivers high-quality signs with a courteous, helpful, and experienced staff. Visit them at elmarksigns.com or give them a call at 610-692-0525. Again, that's elmarksigns.com. 610-692-0525. Go check out their website for some great examples of signs that Elmark has created and be sure to tell them that Bob Long Sports sent you. Elmarksigns.com, your choice for custom signs and design. Welcome back to the Pavilion on the campus of Villanova University before Villanova against Penn in a Big Five matchup. The 9-2 Wildcats against the 5-6 Quakers of Penn, and now we are just seconds away from a tradition here at Villanova, the team coming directly through the student section, walking down the center aisle as the pep band plays their way and the cheerleaders lead them onto the floor. Student section is up now, and... Looking at the top section, waiting for the guys to come down. And that has been a Jay Wright stalwart, and it's something that he has put into this program and, and something that he's continued to do every single year. It's a great way to enter, not something you'll get from the Wells Fargo Center, of course, but a great home tradition here at the Pavilion. Bob Long here bringing you the BLS radio show and our stadium tour. We've been all over the place, the Palestra, We've been to the Pavilion before last year, been at the University of Pittsburgh, Peterson Event Center, Bryce Jordan Center in, at Penn State, the Palumbo Center in Pittsburgh. Certainly, like we said, Bryce Jordan Center State College, Prudential Center up at Seton Hall. So it has been a great run, a great experience, and glad you're able to join us here tonight from the Pavilion for Villanova against Penn. And the Wildcats come onto the floor now for warm-ups through the student section and look to improve to 10 and 2 on the air. The Villanova Wildcats now on the floor doing warm-ups, and uh, certainly you heard that wonderful entrance from coming through the student section down onto the floor. And again, they're looking to get their 10th win of the season here. They're 10 or 9 and 2 at this point, facing off against Penn, 
who is five and six on the year, losers of five of six as well. And now we're going to bring on uh, Kevin Long, who is a fan here, and, and certainly my brother as well won't go without saying that. But uh, wanted to get his thoughts as, as a fan's perspective who's been able to go to a lot of Villanova games here at this building. But, uh, Kev, we're in the middle of our stadium tour here at Bob Long Sports. And so a lot of that is getting the feel, the texture, the flavor of all the venues that we go to. You've been to a lot of venues yourself. What about this venue makes it special? You know, this is just a little bit, this is very similar in some ways uh, to the Palestra, actually. It's a little bit old school. Uh, this does have the two separate decks, so that gives it a little bit extra. But the very low ceilings just gives it that very old feel, very compact. You know, it gets a lot louder in here than it does in the Palestra. A lot of, lot of committed fans here, even when the students are on break. Uh, you know, it just makes this a real special place. Even though they don't play some of their most important games here anymore, it's still a special place to watch a basketball game. And now as we get forward toward, toward tip-off here, we, we've seen a lot of classics in this building. Does any one, I know I'm probably putting you on the spot, but any one or two games jump to mind that you've seen in this building? You know, I remember a long time ago, Boston College versus Villanova. Uh, last second shot, I believe we lost that game. Villanova lost that game at the very end. But that was just one of those memorable games back and, back and forth all day. Uh, you know, a lot of rivalry uh, between those two teams back in those days. Um, that was just one of the most special matchups I remember. And I'll interrupt you just quickly here because Jalen Brunson is being honored as the 2015 Male Athlete of the Year for Team USA Basketball for his role in the World Championships at his age group. And a wonderful honor for him to get that award and to be honored here before the game. And now we have just a few seconds left. So, Kevin, sorry to only get you on for a minute or two, but great to have you. And uh, thank you, and go enjoy the game. Thanks, Bob. Appreciate it. All right, there you go. That's Kevin Long. We wanted to bring on a fan here, and glad Kevin could make it down. So just a few seconds now before tip-off and the national anthem. We'll send it up in just a few seconds here. But final thoughts, Villanova at home, hosting Penn, an opportunity to get to 3-0 in the Big Five and a very, very exciting opportunity with only Temple remaining toward the end. Penn needs to get things together, and Darian Nelson-Henry will probably be the start and end of that.
And now in just a sec, we'll send it down to the PA announcer that will have the starting lineups. And at that point, we will leave you from the pavilion. Again, the way to listen, 610 Sports for the call from Ryan Fannin and Whitey Rigsby. And on the Penn side, they will be on 9.90 a.m. in the Philadelphia area. Matt Leon on play-by-play, -play, Vinny Curran, the analyst. And then Fox Sports 1, Justin Kutcher and Donnie Marshall, the analyst. Now the Penn starting lineup.
And that's all we have from the pavilion here on the campus of Villanova University. It's time for tip-off. Thanks for joining us here on BLS. We'll see you next time on the BLS Stadium Tour.